Hello, welcome to Scripted Design, week 5, episode 3. Today we're going to work with some scripts for daily life. But first, the same as ever, we've got some free writing to do. Today's prompt is roles. I mean roles as in the type of role an actor plays, not roles as in a small loaf of bread. But this is your time to write, so if you want to spend 5 minutes thinking about delicious warm bread, go ahead. 5 minutes with the prompt roles, starting now.
Welcome back. Let's dive into today's exercises. This week, we're thinking about styles. Last time, you leapt from one genre to another, first writing a short script taken from everyday life, then translating that story into other genres, which you took from the script to design website or from your own list. Today, we're going to be breaking apart the implicit rules that you followed to write in the different genres and writing a generic set of guides that could be used, like templates, to write in a different genre. The reason we're doing this is to raise your own awareness of the implicit rules you follow whenever you're creating anything. There are certain expectations that people have when they encounter work in all walks of life, and being aware of those expectations and being able to play with them will grant you a greater degree of control over the work you're producing. We're talking about film genre in this exercise, but this really extends to all creative fields. There's a visual and thematic grammar that's used in speculative design projects, in performance poetry, in solo shows, in small galleries, in situated performances, in short films, in music production, in just about every discipline that you can imagine. Now, I'm not saying that you need to work within a certain style, that if you're producing a project within a particular field, you're only limited to things that you've done before. No, that will probably be quite boring. What I'm saying is that audiences will have certain expectations of your work based on their preconceptions of that genre of work, and knowing what those expectations are, and how to play with them, subvert them, and bring in things from other genres, gives you the potential for more control over the audience's reaction. So let's start by breaking down some rules within well-known genres of film. As a side note, the term genre is derived from the Latin genus and the Greek genos, and both refer to a clan of people or their offspring. So when you're thinking about genres within film, it might be useful to keep the idea of a family in mind, so we could imagine that all horror films belong to one family, but that there are also subgenres of horror that are more closely related. A little bit like how in a family you'll have your close family and you'll have your distant relatives. I would now like you to take five minutes to write down as many guidelines as possible to define a particular genre of film. These are things that don't have to be in every film of that genre, but they might be signifiers that the film you're watching is a particular type of film. For example, I'm going to list a few for horror. 1. A group of characters are killed one by one by a monster or mysterious force until there's one character left at the end. 2. Often there are themes of isolation, a remote setting, fog, maybe the phone lines are down, there's no signal, that kind of thing. 3. One person can see what's really happening, but nobody believes them. An example might be a child who sees a ghost, but their family dismiss it just as an overactive imagination. Often this idea that the whole terrible scenario could have been in someone's mind is left hanging at the end of the film. 4. There's use of jump cuts that are designed to scare. For example, where a killer suddenly appears on screen during a period of tension. 5. The most dramatic scene is at the very end. And so on, and so on. If you get stuck, try to think. What type of characters do you typically see? What worldviews do they typically have? What aesthetic qualities do the films usually have? Is there a particular colour palette, location, time of day, or time of year that these films usually occur within? What story structures are common? What type of music would you hear? What are the common themes, and where does the climax of the film come? Okay, I'll give you five minutes to make your own list for any genre you like. You can take one that you've used before, for example from yesterday's activities. You can choose a genre that you like, or one that you hate, 
or you can go to the Scripted Design webpage for this course and find a new one entirely. Either way, find a genre and spend five minutes listing signifiers of that genre. Five minutes to find a genre and spend five minutes listing signifiers of that genre, starting now.
how did that go? Let's do it all over again for another genre entirely. This time, you might find it helpful to look through the notes you just made. Can you translate any of the things you just wrote from your last list into this new genre that you're choosing? Choose a new one. If you're stuck again, go to the webpage for this episode and start writing. You've got five minutes, starting now.
Welcome back. There is one final exercise we're going to do now. So far, we've been thinking about film genres. Films are perhaps the easiest things to categorise into genre, because it's how we consume them, ultimately. I'm sure you're used to browsing film streaming services by genre, looking through for horrors or dramas or thrillers or anything like that. But let's turn this around to whatever you do in your own creative practice. I would like you to make a list of the tropes that exist within your specific discipline, whatever it is. A list of things that you might come to expect from something within that genre of work. If you work across disciplines, this might work best if you pick just one of them. You can always repeat this exercise within your own time later if you want to do it for other genres. Again, think about the themes you commonly see, the context that the work takes place in, the narrative structures employed around the work, the method of delivery, the meter descriptions around the work, and the aesthetic qualities generally employed. So, five minutes to list the signifiers for your genre of creative work, whatever that is, starting now.
Welcome back for the last time. That is almost it for the day. You probably have a list of the most cliched elements of the genre of work you produce. How do you feel looking down at that list? Do you identify with any of the tropes, any of the standard things that people employ? Do you do them yourself? Are you happy doing them? Could you create a set of instructions from that list to just make work within your field? And if so, how are you working to distinguish yourself and the work you produce from everything else that exists in that field? I'll be back again with you next week. Until then, take care.